Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast number 76 of the Simon Woo! Says uh, podcast. Hi, it's Charlie and Maddie. Sean's still on vacation for uh, a few more days. Mm-hmm. Enjoying his time off, hopefully. And uh, don't forget, please like, rate, subscribe, however you can. Uh, download, Hello. spread the word. We would love to have more of you listening. And uh, if you happen to turn a few people on to what you hear, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So... We had a thing. We always like to talk about the world's oldest people and, you know, yes. and uh, anyone who makes it past 100. Side note, I have to do a video. I got to remember to do it tonight. My grandmother's 100th birthday is in a week. Is that why all the family is weeks. gathering? Yeah. Well, there. No, no. OK, so we're I'm going to New Hampshire just to see my folks up north. Okay. Um, but other members of the family are going down to Florida where they are. For their hundredth, they just had their 80th wedding anniversary. Yes, like, which is amazing. It's crazy. Like, yeah. I, it's to the point now where I'm like, this is, my grandfather is 99 and my grandmother's going to be 100. I can't imagine being alive for 80 years, much less with the same person for that long. <laughs> so, well, my wife was funny. She was like, crazy. she's like, yeah, maybe we'll be together for 80 years. And I'm like, I don't think that's mathematically possible. Did you, <laughs> did you say, do you realize how old we'll have to be when we die? Yeah, I'll be 122. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a good look. <laughs> um, this woman was actually born July 6, 1911 in West Virginia, but she says she wouldn't have made it to 110 if it wasn't for Hershey's Kisses. Oh, well, that's nice. She loves Hershey's Kisses and her family, which is funny because uh, I just saw another story about the secret to men living longer mm-hmm. is not quite like Hershey Kisses. It's castration. Whoa. Do what? I, it seems very drastic. Um, I don't think very many men want to live that long <laughs> to get through that. This is seems like a flawed thing to me. Um, researchers in New Zealand looked at the DNA of male sheep that were castrated and compared it to the DNA of sheep that were still intact. And they found that the castrated uh, sheep, their DNA aged much more slowly. Well, that's because they don't have the stress of children. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that seems like a terrible way to live your life. I mean, I don't know if I don't think I could just get by on on Hershey's Kisses. Although I guess, you know, here's the thought. I I don't want to live forever. Mm-hmm. Now I already know that the male libido drops. I think I don't mm-hmm. think that I'm going to be like Captain Swinger guy at eighty. But I also don't think that I want to go without 
And I, but I guess you'd like to is, have the option. I guess, although you know they say nursing homes are some of the wildest places. I know they're a hotbed for venereal disease. Don't touch! How dare you talk <laughs> well, about I wasn't my grandparents going like that? That route, I was just going to say they they like to have their fun. Oh, that's a terrifying thing. I think there's a documentary out right now about the villages. That's that giant candid community down in Florida. Oh goodness! Have you heard about that? No. That place, it's like. It's a city. It started out as like a community, like a, a, a you know, retirement community. Mm-hmm. But it's like enormous. It's like as big as half the cities in this country. Oh, my goodness. And it's like, apparently it's, it, I mean, we're not just talking 80s plus. I mean, so there are the lower end of retirees. Yeah. And it is just crazy hedonism party time now. Wow. How about that? My dad lives in a community that you have to be 55 or older to live there. And- and when he first moved there, that seemed so far away. And now it won't be long till I can oh. live there with him. <laughs> oh, you're going to move in with your dad? But but I know I, I'm pretty sure that they are not like the villages. It's much calmer. You know what's crazy to think that you could retire at 55? Like, yeah. is that a thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If what you had job? the right job, which yeah. isn't radio. Oh, dear God. <laughs> We're going to work till the day we die. Listen, this is Metro Blade Friday. Oh, my teeth <laughs> fell out. Charlie! Huh? <laughs> Sound like some of those callers. Oh, <laughs> man. Yumi and Sean just rocking the mics at, yeah, at 95. Oh, Sean will never live that long. Oh, yeah. Well, he's already played his out. Yes. We'll, we'll bring him along just in, in memoriam, though. Like, oh, we'll get that, that weird, creepy... Oh, uh, the 3D head. 3D <laughs> You can fix his hair. Hello, it's the Get Up Show, Charlie and Maddie and sh- 3D printed Sean head. <laughs> what do you do? Is, do better, try harder. And yeah, yeah, Quotes. seriously. So we talked about... Um, I think you said, and I don't remember what how we got into it, but you were saying about how you've snooped in roommates' rooms before. Yeah, so there were um, there was a story we had the other day on the show about some people had, there was like three women who were live, sharing an apartment. Oh, that's what it was. And two of the women started discovering that some of their very personal items were missing. Yes. And so they set up some cameras and they found out that the other roommate had been stealing those things, which she claimed they were for an art project. But uh, yeah, they have a store down the street that you can go get those. So don't yeah. Steal other people's things. But um, yeah. So what I was saying is that when I have lived with other people, I am nosy and it's not I'm not trying to steal your stuff. I'm just I just like to see how other people live and what they have and what they're about. So so this is interesting. So this is like the weirdest thing you've caught a roommate doing. So would you say that the weirdest thing someone could say of you is they caught you going through their stuff? Um, like you never took anything out or you never like no. tried on their clothes without oh, them? No, no, I didn't like lay in their bed or do anything weird <laughs> like that. I was just looking around to see what was what it was all about. See, I had a roommate. I mentioned this on the air. Um, it was my b- best friend growing up. Um, we moved to North Carolina together. Uh, he had actually gone to uh, UNCG here, and then I moved down afterwards. And so we lived together for a few years. And um, I remember he was dating this girl. It was just him and I in this one apartment. And I came home. It was I was doing like nights and like overnights. So I was. I mean, I would work from four p.m. to like six a.m. Yeah. 
And I got home and he was all proud of himself. And he was like, look, man, we cleaned your room for you. And I was like, what? And I went to my room and yeah, they'd cleaned my room. Like all my stuff was up. They'd made my bed, like put clean, like surfaces and whatnot. And I'm like, ah, I was like, why would you do that? And I don't, you know, it's like, I could tell like he honestly meant like he like oh yeah they what thought I did they were for doing you. something nice for you yeah but all I could think was like ah all my good stuff was where I like it <laughs> and was your room really messy I don't remember if it was because there was a certain point where yeah. I was a pretty you know messy person before mm-hmm. I got a little bit more uptight about that but and then I was thinking I'm like was it was I you know like did I have something laying around because that's the other thing too is if you you know you don't expect someone to be yeah. going through your room like I have all my good scandalous crap where I like it. Exactly. Yeah. You, when you're an adult and you have your own space, you just assume that no one goes in there. So you just leave all your things where you want your things. And unless I'm your roommate, <laughs> I'm going to go in there. I feel pretty glad that I think overall, I mean, I've had weird, like in college, I don't think counts because I think you're supposed to have weird roommates. Yeah. Like freshman year, you're supposed to be stuck with somebody. Like I had, a very, um, he kind of, his nickname was Agassi because he looked like uh, Andre Agassi oh, yeah? and that's with the balding. So he had uh. the long hair, but it was bald <laughs> on top. And he used to sit in his closet and cry and on the phone oh, with his girlfriend no. all night. And I no. finally kicked him out of the room. No. I was like, you got to go out in the hallway. I can't. Um, and then I think other than that, I mean, I had the normal like messy roommates and you know nothing nothing scandalous yeah no i never had anything really really super bad i had um you know some with questionable boyfriends and oh god although, I, although my, they did bring mcdonald's pizza so that was okay but and then um i had one who her boyfriend basically lived with us and they were really messy and ended up bringing the roaches as we've discussed before um I don't think anybody, I mean, my first roommate when I moved to Memphis to go to college there, she was a skinhead. And that was interesting. <laughs> um, now, wait, because uh, this was something I learned in New Hampshire. Was she a racist skin or was she a non-racist skin? She was a person who I honestly believe joined that group because she just wanted to belong. And those people made her feel like she belonged. Uh, and she did go along with some of the things but quite honestly, I think she was just trying to find herself. She was Got. actually a sweet person. <laughs> sweet person, awful group. Crazy of friends. to say, but yeah, exactly. See, because I had a I had a roommate who he was dating this girl, and we all hated her. She was the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the girl I was dating at the time, uh, they did not get along either, which was super fun as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, beyond that kind of thing, it was always pretty good. So I was like reading some of these things a lot, like peop- weird things people have caught their roommate doing. Um, one person caught my roommate pouring a giant pot of beans into the toilet. Oh, <laughs> what? Um, another person said they found their roommate lying on the kitchen floor making snow angels. When asked why, he said he was getting himself dirty before he took a shower. <laughs> I'm not dirty enough. I must roll around on the floor. First. Oh, this is cute. Uh, one guy. See, I walked into my roommate's girlfriend shaving his butt for him. Oh, 
Okay, that's that personal. Was, oh man, that was one thing having to share a bathroom with somebody. Yeah, that's that sucks. No way. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I got lucky in that for the most part I had my own bathroom in this one house. In college, we had this house, and it was an it was a giant. It was there's four of us. It was an eight bedroom house, and we each had our own bathroom. Wow. And every room had a sink in it. It, it had been converted. It was an old house that had been converted into a dorm. Uh-huh. Um, and so, oh God, I still feel, do you ever have like, not to derail, but do you ever have moments where you feel like you should go back and apologize for things you did? <laughs> oh yes. I have, I have a few. Like I'm worried if I go back to where I went to college, that town, <laughs> that there might be something outstanding for like security deposit or like the trashing of a house like Uh nothing like uh, crazy illegal but like so this house had eight it was eight bedrooms four roommates so everybody had a room and then a bonus room so we had various okay okay we had a um everybody had a sink in their room which was weird and gross um we had an exit hallway so it because it had been a dorm they had converted a hallway to like an exit uh, emergency exit Mm mm-hmm so we did the reasonable thing and took all the extra furniture and the mattresses and stuff and lined the the hallway. It wasn't very long, but it was long enough, had an exit sign. Yeah. And we set up a shooting range for uh, BB guns. Oh, okay. So by the time we moved out, because everybody found out about it, and so everybody loved partying at our house because we had the shooting shoot range. BB guns. So it was full of broken glass and huh. just... The walls were just peppered with BBs. Oh, the sign no. was destroyed. So, I mean, we Yeah, just, you definitely still owe a security deposit oh, for that. <laughs> just brutalize that house. <laughs> we also, we had this like entryway. So you would go, it was like a main, we cut the foyer, where you, you know, would come in and go upstairs to the upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then you walk through doors and go into the main like living room area. We were so bad. So, and I, I God, I still can't believe I live like this. We didn't have access to a dumpster necessarily. So oh, no. we just took all our trash and just put it in the foyer. Oh, God. And it filled up to the point of like it was full of trash. Oh, no. So we finally were like, well, we got to do something about it. Somebody going to carry that out? <laughs> and that was the thing that wasn't like a dumpster or anywhere. There's like nowhere to take it? Well, we could have taken it to the dump, but, you know. Wow, that's far. Yeah. So what we did was we all took turns under the cover of night with our cars, filling up our cars with various bags of trash and shooting to different dumpsters around campus. Yes. Because we lived off campus. And so we would hit all these different dumpsters and then we did it until it was done. But that room, it never smelled the same. So oh, again, I imagine. It's I, so I disgusting. To, <laughs> so the craziest thing about all of it, about this house, was that the owner slash landlord lived in the basement. So he lived below us the entire time. Oh my gosh. So he kind of knew everything you were doing. I don't know how. It's like I don't know why. He he must either have had the worst hearing ever or just be like these college kids. And he never came up there to like say, "Hey, Stop shooting those BB guns no, in the house. What's that smell? Like what, what is that smell? What's and, that liquid dripping down into my yeah, no. God. But yeah, that one's still like I and I haven't been back to where I went to college. I went to small, small school up in New Hampshire. Actually, mm-hmm. I've said I think I've said it before. If you've ever seen Animal House, 
the um so Animal House was kind of based on not true life, but I mean it it the the school itself was modeled after Dartmouth in mm-hmm. I think in Vermont. Right. Yeah. No. No, Dart I'm sorry, no. Dartmouth is in uh Lebanon, New Hampshire or West Lebanon. And then so when they go to the women's college, uh-huh. that was my school. Okay. It had only been co-ed for like a couple of years when I started going there. Mm-hmm. So that's my, my my connection to my school is we were the woman's college that they went to go pick up girls oh, at great. in Animal House. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm now that I've got a, you know, I think I hadn't lived with anybody since ex and now previous wife. And honestly, like, you know, I don't, I, it's so funny that I think that with a significant other, it's nowhere like a roommate. Cause I can't ever think of like, my wife has never done anything remotely <laughs> weird and gross. No, like and it's, a roommate. it's not, you know, you're, you're not separate where people, this person's doing this thing and you're doing your thing and it's completely separate. And you're like, what is happening in here? No, I, it's, it's different. I don't think I could ever live with anybody ever. Again. I haven't had roommates since, um, the mid nineties. I shared the last roommates I that were like permanent roommates. I shared a house with two guys but they were actually very neat and, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. So how old were you about? Um, mid twenties, like yeah. 27. Yeah. See, I was still pretty much a degenerate at that point. I don't think I got my act together until about that. You know, honestly, I think I, I neatened up when I moved in by myself specifically because yeah, I, but I remember, you to, I think everybody needs to go through that that first period of when you get out on your own and you're like, I don't have to clean and I don't have to do anything and da, da, da. and then you do that for a little while and you realize the importance of cleaning and why you should do it and that things stink and they're gross. Oh God. I, yeah. I don't want to ever go into another like frat house bathroom oh, ever, God, ever again in my life. You. That's like that. It, when you see, it's like you see it on the learning channel. It's like hmm. anytime TLC does like a, a hoarder house and they go yes. into their bathroom, like, Oh, college. Yeah. <laughs> Or that sticky floor after a party. That was the other good one. Yes, where you like you walk and it's like, oh, this is the worst. He's like, I just want to eat some breakfast or I need coffee, and it's like. <laughs> so you had something that you remember you would had thought maybe reminded you of something that we had talked about too. Um, well, I had one that's a follow up from something we've talked about on the podcast. Oh. Uh, one of our five regular listeners, my cousin Mark. <laughs> Shout out to uh, all our listener. Yes, my cousin Mark listens every week. Thank you so much, Mark. And he messages me and he's like, you know that thing you guys were talking about with the hiccups? And it's called the hiccaway. Remember, Sean? Yeah, the straw, the weird straw. The, straw. the weird straw. And it's like a straw that is shaped strangely, but it's got these extra holes in it. Yeah. So that when you have hiccups very badly... And you suck some water up through this straw, somehow, miraculously, it makes your hiccups go away. So he said um, his boss had hiccups three times yesterday and three times today and was just miserable. And so he went, Mark went and got a straw and punched some holes in it and said, here, drink some water through this. His hiccups went away. So, okay. So where are the extra holes in the bottom? Uh, He said the holes are at the top. And so it's like below where you would put your mouth, but so you're trying to suck water up and the holes make it kind of hard to, 
But then does the water still suck the water up? Does the you water can still shoot? get it? They're not big holes. No, no. no but I, it, I picture it just kind of sprinkling uh, out. He of said top. he sucked up one drink and his hiccups were gone instantly. He was shocked and he put the straw on his desk in case he ever gets the hiccups again. And he was like, "Where did you learn how to do that?" Mark said, "From my cousin's podcast." Oh my god. <laughs> We're curing hiccups now. I know. So you don't have to go buy this fancy hiccaway thing. Just get a straw and poke some holes in it and try and suck some water up. And Can you get him to send us, like, if he thinks about it, can you get him to send us a picture of it? Because yeah, sure. I now I desperately want to see. I want to see. Exactly s- where the holes are. And I stuff. was trying to ex- explain that to somebody. Because um, the one that's on the hiccaway has the holes that are underwater. I think. So I'm not exactly sure. Mark, please um yeah, shoot me a picture of what you did for your boss and Willa, but you don't have to go buy this fancy. Mark our our listener. Uh, we appreciate you listening and, and rating <laughs> and subscribing and downloading you and you alone and thank you uh, <laughs> to everybody. Um so remember last week when we were talking about words that people don't like the sound of? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For example, moist or slurp. And things like that. Ointment. Yeah, but people don't like those because it puts a picture in your head of that thing happening. Yeah. Like mucus (laughs) and what have you. So Sorry, sorry. Um, Quick side note. I've been watching. I watched this show called Alone um, on the History Channel. And it's like, you have to go... They drop you off. These survival experts. They drop Mm -hmm. you off in the the Arctic area. um, And uh, you have to survive by yourself with nothing except for like 10 specific things you can bring in, you know, hunt all your food and everything. Um, and the reason that made me laugh is because this one girl is like, you guys, I'm so, I am so lacking in, in salt that I've been eating my own mucus. Oh, God. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and I, I, that made me laugh so hard. Cause I was oh, like, God. just the way she said it, she's like, I, I'm a teacher and I've been telling kids not to pick their nose and eat it. And here I am on TV. <laughs> I know, I know why. To get, I'm eating, I can eat my own mucus for salt. And I was like, oh, oh mental note, eat mucus for salt. Check. Okay Sorry. then. Anyway. Uh, so, but it got me thinking that what is a word that you just don't like the way that people use it. You know how people get it. Either it's a slang word or um, mine that I really just is annoying me lately is when people say that something they don't like is nasty. Yeah. Okay. When they're, especially when they're referring to food, when they say like, for example, um, the kid was, <clears throat> he got some boneless wings the other night and you know, they all offer you celery or carrots and we forced him to get some vegetables. Yeah, God he's not, not a big fan of that, but he's like, those carrots are nasty, but I ate like 10 of them. And I was like, okay, look, you don't like them. That's fine. But something that's nasty is like covered in mucus or <laughs> slime or ants or it's gross. Right. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's, nasty because you know nasty's gross yeah well and it's 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 that idea of using it to describe something that you just don't like you know it's not in it in its sense you know moldy or you know like yeah like somebody will be like ooh, peanut butter's nasty no, no it's not you're no, just, you're not, just a not a fan yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's just for some reason and it gets used a lot these days a lot of times on the simon facebook page we'll put up things about food and if someone doesn't like whatever the food is that we put up, there's always at least one comment. Ew, that's nasty. It's like, no, it's not. You just don't like it. 
You know, that's funny because, so you talk about that. I said something to my wife the other day. I thought she had said it before and apparently not because I was like, oh, we were going, it was when we were going on our camping trip. And so I, I looked at her in bed the other night it was before it and I was like, guess what, honey? It's like only two more sleeps until we go on our trip. And she's like, don't you ever say that again. <laughs> Don't you ever, ever, ever use those words around. I'm like, oh, dear God, what have I done? <laughs> like, apparently that was a trigger. Like, She does not like that phrase. No, which I thought was so funny because I thought for sure that was what I'd heard her you use. You thought you were going to be really super cute. I thought I was cute. I was not cute. I apparently, that was to her what baby talk is to me. Yes. Where like. You know, it, that to me, it's not a saying or a word. It's it's when someone would talk to me in baby talk because mm-hmm. it reminded me of that girl I dated in, in, in college. And then even I think there was a woman who used to work here that used to kind of do it. And I'd be like, ah, dear God, what are you doing? You're a uh, grown person. Like, would you do, would you want to go do the thing? To a person like to you? Yeah. She'd speak like that? Yeah, I think oh, so. That's not, weird. not quite it, not quite to that point, but it was like almost that same tone or that same thing. And it's like, God, I don't know why. It's like certain things. It, it is funny. It's like certain things trigger you. And you're I like, will admit I use baby talk to my dog, but it's not different. to humans. I not, even, not even human children. I, I will speak to a human child like it's an adult, but I will talk to my dog like it's a human baby. I, I don't mind that. Like, and that's the thing, but it's like, you wouldn't talk to your grown husband, like, you know, your grown boyfriend or your husband or whatever and say, you know, like, oh, look at you. <laughs> Aren't you a good boy? You look so cute. Now, I will say I have also at times looked at my wife as she is showering praise upon the dogs. I didn't kind of look at me like, I mean, you're a little jealous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I think I've tolerated some. Uh, I did get a good boy the other night because um, she was <laughs> showering. On the head. Everybody else was getting all the love um, and, and belly scratches. And I wanted some. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, God, I had to take I had to take the littlest dog to the vet because um, we're going out of town. So we got to board him and he's got to get a shot right. or whatever. I swear to God, it was so funny. It's like I almost like I don't I, I like the dogs. I I like the little dogs. There's one the middle dog is my favorite. Like mm-hmm. he is, is that he, the derpy it, one? No, that's the littlest one. Okay. But man, I it felt it was just so funny to walk into a vet's office with your dog under your arm, like and he's trembling, like he's just <laughs> You're like, I'm a grown man and I have this shaky like, little ten shaky, pound thing. And they under were my like, arm. Oh, look who it is. It's little guys. Guys, <laughs> guys, what you do? And he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, I just I was laughing and, and and then you know the the vet was talking to me about the double well, how is how is he doing? You know, and then I'm like He's good, you know. Yeah. You know? Uh, the vet was being kind of uh, yeah. Think you can't help sweet. it, and I think I think it's just you know you say that about certain pets, but I think it's also a, a pet of a certain size or style mm. where you can't help but like, and and God, I catch myself doing like with certain stuff, you know, like I'm talking like an imbecile to this dog, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, I'm always like Riley, Riley, you want some foods. It's time for foods. Want some foods? Oh, yeah. Ours is, <laughs> did you want the foodies? It's time for foodies. 
And he like looks at you funny and he tackles his bowl and runs around and <laughs> and then next thing you know, he's sniffing another dog's butt and then that dog is eating somebody else's. I think it is, it's only a matter of time. So both kids, so it's 16 and 15. Mm-hmm. So they're like within three years, there's the potential for empty nest. Yes. Wow. I can't even begin to describe the terror I'm going to feel. Because I know my wife is going to need to fill space with either plants or dogs. And oh, it wow. is going to be live in the dog jungle. It is going to be a dog jungle. <laughs> Yo, you are going to have to have do welfare checks on me. Like if you don't see me for a minute. Oh, it, it could be a problem. Like I love her and I love the animals. But the creeping ivy creeped over your bed in your sleep and it's now strangling you. I, it's, I'm going to be <laughs> like the dogs. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up under the bed with the other dog. It's going to be a sea of little dogs everywhere with their weird eyes and their tongues out. And like, oh, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to, I'm going to be that guy, the dog walker you see with the 40 leashes oh, connecting gosh, to one. Oh, yes. It's going to, but it's going to be a sea of little guys. This is like just weaving around and I am kind of and, amazed by those dog walkers who can handle little ones and big ones. And they've got like eight. And I'm going, how, how are you even doing that? Because I used to have two decent sized dogs both of them were like about 50 to 70 pounds and they were a handful how do you do eight dogs on leashes how do you how do you handle cleanup that's the, the worst part is like i've walked i'll walk three one lab two chihuahuas and it's like one <laughs> He's goes that guy, y'all. and the other one zips around and then one's going this way and then one sees something and pulls and then the other one's walking through the other dog's waist and it's like oh what oh, are you doing no get over it and you can't it's almost like a weird puppeteer like you've got one leash on one finger and you're oh like, yeah have you ever had one dog go one way and the other one go the other way and they're both pooping but you're stretched out in the middle <laughs> i have it's like some medieval torture. It's like, yeah, they used to string you up between two horses. Like, ah, I'm strung between two pooping dogs. Tron and quartered. <laughs> Who's, whose poop is going to get picked up first? Well, on that delightful note, uh, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, thank you for joining us, Mark. And um, anyone else who may have picked Please up. Please tell your friends. The, yeah, tell all your friends. Um, I have got to go. I my. I refound my obsession with going to uh, the you pull it places. Oh so, yeah, the pull apart. Yep. So I am going to. Uh, There's a place on Wendover that I like. So I gotta go. I'm gonna go change into my clothes. I got my gloves, and I'm gonna oh, you go. Have an outfit for pulling parts. Well, mostly because the last time I went, I was covered in sweat and the absolute filth of the back seat of this car that I was trying to work work in. Mm-hmm. I have never seen anyone. Abandoned kibble, fishing lures, and flossers with such <laughs> reckless abandon. Yo, okay, quick quick side note. I think it's absolutely insane. The like I understand I've been in wrecks before mm-hmm. and then but I've always gone back to get my stuff out of my yeah. car. I found registrations, bills, like tons of personal information. I found a debit card. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. The one bad wreck that I had where I totaled my Ford Escape. Yeah. I went to the place and got everything out of it. I didn't leave anything in there. Well, do you want me to bring you back? Because this one, I found a, a Volkswagen Jetta. I'm trying to get parts for my old car because yeah. my, my kid's going to inherit it. So do you want me to go get you some flossers when I'm there? Um, You know, as much as I love those things, I'm going <laughs> to pass. All right. 
It's your loss. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll find you something sweet in there. Unless they're individually packaged, then we're then we're mm, on to nope, something. No, nope, these are loose. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Simon Says Podcast. And uh, we will be back next Wednesday. And other than that, please, if you like the show, download it, subscribe, rate it, click buttons, hit Follow. bells, tell other people. Scream it from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t